Welcome to today's episode of Whiskey Made Woman with me, your host, Bunny Loveshock. This is the podcast for all things magic, mysticism, love, really been in the bullshit and creating a life that you actually want to live. Because let's be honest, loads of people are walking around sleeping. <laughs> We are a sleepy, sleepy, sleepy species and that has an enormous cost on our dreams and our purpose and the magic that we want to co-create as well. Walking around sleepy also has a huge cost to us trusting our instinct or our natural magic or indeed the inner voice, the inner ding that really supports us to be able to manifest what we want. And when I use the word manifest, I'm talking about, you know, making things matter i.e. twofold, taking them from the dream state, the imagination, the the world of the unseen and bringing them into matter, i.e. that which you believe you can perceive, that which you believe is in front of you, that which you think and trust is there and also matter as in it matters. It matters. The thing, the energy, the essence that you are in relationship with that wants to come into form matters, which is why we are seeing finally, as has been predicted by a variety of spaces and places, the completion of this idea of the one guru or indeed even the one anything. You know, no more teachers kind of sitting at the front of the of the auditorium, as it were, you know, saying this is how you do it. You only do it this way. If you don't do it like this, it's your problem. We're just we're just over. We are over, over, over that type of small thinking. We want to come back to right mind, to right thinking, where we co-create from a place of collective consciousness so that when you are existing and living as a really, really healthy cell in the body of the human species, then your cell is influencing the cell next to you. Your being is influencing the being next to you. So the healthier and the wealthier you are, and wealthier includes relationships, creativity, your magic, your your manifestations, your goodness, your curiosity, all of you, your shadow, the parts of you that you don't want to the parts of you that you don't want to share, the parts of you that you feel tender about, the parts of you that feel is if you're just not sure if you are allowed to have those things in your life, you're allowed. You're totally allowed to have those things in your life. One of the things I wanted to touch on with regards to manifestation and spirituality today, again, was a wee thing around tools, but specifically tools that we burn. Yay, fire. (laughs) I really want to talk to you about the powerful use of additional allies from our plants, such as Paro Santos and also sage. We can also include candles in this and we can also include incense as well. But really specifically, I want to talk to you about about sage and Paro Santo. So both of those are now endangered species on our planet because of the capitalism that has washed through spirituality in recent years, we have two of the most beautiful plants, you know, one tree, one plant, endangered. Isn't that wild? 
It's totally, totally wild. We also have a real lack of understanding as to what those tools are for and how and when to use them. So if you have a Sage bundle, um, where did you get it from? You know, where did you get it from? Uh, was it, was it lovingly and ethically sourced? Is it even sage? Is it even sacred white sage? Where was it dried? Who bundled it? Who wrapped the beautiful, really important sacred threads around that bundle? And when you light it, are you lighting the whole thing? Are you lighting the entire thing or are you lighting as is really, really appropriate, especially if you're at home, one leaf. One leaf from a sage bundle is enough to alter the atmosphere in your entire home, regardless of the size of your home. We burn sage in the same way that loads of people use bleach. Burning sage and a full wad of sage in your home is the equivalent to casting bleach in the eyes of your guide. Sage is so strong and it is so, so powerful. We have become unaccustomed or again, we've become a bit sleepy when it comes to the spiritual tools and the elements that we carry around in our toolkits. So it's just as potent in your home because it's your home and your energy is in there all the time. So your home is constantly cleansing and clearing itself. If there has been illness or dis-ease in the house, a wee leaf of sage burnt with intention, integrity, consciousness and care is incredibly helpful to support everything that is happening in the environment and to act as a as a, almost as a decongestant to the energy in the house as powerful is opening up windows the old ways are the good ways the old ways are the good ways if you want to let fresh air in let fresh air in it's really important to do that every day anyway i can't imagine if you're listening to this that you are somebody that doesn't open a window at least once a day but you would be so amazed by how few people think it's okay to open windows, especially when it's a wee bit chilly. But actually, a quick blast, a wee blast, as my gran used to say, a wee blast of fresh air through the house can totally change the experience of the house and what is happening. So when it comes to sage, if you have a bundle of sage, it is very possible that sage could last you for years, if not the rest of your life. Isn't that incredible? That is how potent and beautiful and magical it is. And every time you light a leaf, you honour the original indigenous people of the earth who brought us the teachings of sage. And so give them thanks to Give them thanks to, thanks be to their ancestors, thanks be to their knowledge, thanks be to their understanding of nature. It's also the same with Palo Santo and that that beautiful tree, which is chopped up every single time. So also just imagine if you've got a drawer or a stack or if you're if you're lighting Palo Santo's uh, sticks as if they are matches and letting them burn and burn and burn, you just don't need to. 
they're so potent, they're so powerful that a wee bit really, really, really is a massive amount of energy clearing. It really is a massive amount, excuse me, of energy. And it also is a tool to be divinely respected and honoured. We don't get taught a lot of this. You know, you'll be told, um, you know, get your smudge stick and get your eagle's feather. And by the way, if you're somebody that is working with, you know, feathers and a sage dish, just check in where those tools came from. Check in where they came from. Check in if they're authentic. Check in if any birds were harmed in the making of those spiritual tools because people cottoned on incredibly quickly that there was a lot of what I consider uh, red money, i.e. blood money, to be made from the transformation of these tools into our hands around the world. And I take full responsibility for also having bought things unethically in in the past when I was uneducated, when I didn't know, when I didn't trust myself, when I knew if I held certain things in my hand, including sage, palo santo, even candles, incense, indeed even matches, you know, my goodness, um, there's so much magic and so much that's in all of those things that they too deserve to be respected. You know, they too deserve to be respected. You could also, you know, have one or two crystals that you were totally in love with, that you worked with for your whole life, you know, for your whole life. As I've shared previously, you know, uh, spiritual addiction is a real thing. We get really addicted to the more and the more and the more because we also think that there's more and more and more to clear. And in doing so, we think we have to amplify and add more and more and more to the clearing. But if you've been somebody that's been working with the sense of spirituality or with a devotion or with a faith or with a interest in the unseen, and you've spent the last year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 25 years clearing, I'm going to suggest that you might be a wee bit tired. <laughs> I'm going to suggest that you might feel a wee bit exhausted if you are perpetually clearing and then lighting massive amounts of sacred ceremonial tools such as sage, palo santo, incense, candles, etc. And then you're not receiving, you're not receiving anything back into the heart of you. You're not taking time to receive, you're not taking time to take care of your needs. So it's always all about balance, right? It's always always about balance, it's always about harmony. I was going to say harmonie. What is harmonie? We've we've, we've designed another new word, listeners. Harmonie. Mmm, I like it. (laughs) So it's always about harmonie. Yes, please and thank you always about harmony, always about balance, always about equilibrium. You know, I'm very Taoist, in fact, in my perception of the world, that we are in relationship to everything that's around us, that we are in relationship to ourselves, to the unseen and the seen, that there is a natural balance, particularly within the teachings of yin and yang, which is to say that there is ultimately a container of cup a vessel and what goes in that cup and the yin and the yang changes all the time. There is the cup and the space within the cup. There is the cup of tea being poured, uh, you know, which is a little bit more yang. And then once the tea is in the cup, then the tea is a little bit more yin. You know, yin and yang to me is a way more 
straightforward, more easily to connect with energy than even feminine and masculine. I think that, again, Taoism really has it in a very, very straightforward way. And we'll talk a wee bit more about that in, in another podcast. Over the years, numerous people have said to me that they have they have considered me as a person that walks the path of the Tao. And the more that I live on the planet, the more I feel that that is very much in alignment with with who I am and with what I perceive to be this place of reconciliation with with myself and with my place in the world. And one of those places that I exist in in the world, again, is where am I overdoing it, right? What am I looking for? Where am I overdoing it? Comes back to the simple things such as too much sage, too much, you know, uh, too much, basically too much, too much you know, too much incense. I've burned through packets of incense historically, especially when I've been in spaces where I've taught retreats. And doesn't that seem like such a strange thing? Because given that we go to temples and places of faith and, you know, churches and lands and stone circles and fairy portals and trees and forests. We go there because we can feel the energetics, the frequency of what has been before. We go to stand in the places where love has been taught and shared and brought into the heart. And yet sometimes when we're in spaces where really incredible things have happened, there can be this perception of, right, well, sweet baby Jesus and mother of God, and the donkeys, you know, we better clear this, we better clear this, but it's already cleared, it's already taken care of. We've already taken the energetic rubbish out, the recycling's been done, it's not a bother, it's all okay. And we do that so often with places that we retreat to, that we, um, or that we go to allegedly relax in, although it's been a long time since I've experienced a retreat and relaxation simultaneously. <laughs> me, which is partly why I retired from leading retreats. Although I am coming out of retirement in 2024 for what I'm going to call experiences. I'm going to call them experiences for now. I'm not, I'm not going to call them retreats because we're not retreating from anything. You know, we're not withdrawing from anything. And that's often a huge challenge when it comes to people that um, organise retreats as well as that there can be such a retreating and then such a sort of again hanging out in those spaces of letting go and undoing and being undone and surrender and I love surrendering by the way but you know there really is a sort of a weird succubus energy (laughs) strange word to use but this draining energy this almost vampiric energy that can be felt when we go into these spaces and places that are supposed to actually be about filling our cup you know, there are really supposed to be about filling our cup, but but like understanding masculine and feminine, like understanding leadership, like understanding yin and yang, like understanding the tools that we use, we often don't. We often don't. We've picked up things via, you know, the top 10 list of Cosmopolitan or good Lord, is that magazine even made? I don't, that was a blast from my teenage past, you know, or, or the old social media, there are not so many folk that have sat in lineage. There's a lot of learning as you go, which is beautiful. It's also clunky and it's a wee bit stitched together. So part of this podcast too is to enable you to put down some of the things that you don't actually need. So for example, you don't need to burn, you know, an entire wadge, an entire half a tree 
excuse me, a Palo Santo when you're when you're in your home and you certainly don't need to you certainly don't need to burn an entire an entire um, branch of sage either. And here's a wee Mm, that's interesting. Sorry, something's just coming in for me. I'm just checking if this is okay to share. You'll hear me do this as well, by the way. You'll be like, oh, she's talking to her guides. She's away. What's she checking in? Because, you know, there is, there, I'm not, I'm not gatekeeping. Please let that be known. There, there are things which are to be taught in certain ways and announcing stuff across a podcast. You just have to check. You just have to check in respectfully, mindfully, lovingly. And here's what came in that wants to be shared, and it's fine for me to share this. When you are working with the spirit of your self, so your soul, when you are working with the spirit of your home, and every home has a spirit, every home has an essence, you do not need to ever focus on protection. Now, I will I will take that to wherever I need to go <laughs> with with that. I don't know where we're going, uh, but I'm taking it. I'm standing by it, uh, standing by it, ever ready to also experience a change of mind. But old ways, and I used to do this a lot as well. I used to put up wards and I used to put up protection spells and I used to set all things up in the properties, you know, that I was living in until I learned very, very quickly again that each home has a spirit or a house elf or a house witch or a house ghost even. What a joy, what a delight. And when we're working with them, when we're in partnership, when we're in relationship again to what is contacting us and what is with us, you don't need to do any protecting because the house spirit, the house elves, the house magic will take care of everything. You, the things that you can do are open the windows, keep a clean home, don't let clutter gather. The reason those things weigh on our mind is that they also bug the crap out of the spirit. They also bug the crap out of the the goddess as well. You know, she's designed the world for us to live again very harmoniously, lovingly and beautifully and in relationship to one another. And so the deal is, you know, keep a tidy home, keep a keep a tidy house, keep a clean home in and the bodies of us, the houses of us, the flesh of us, the flesh of us and also in the houses that we live in. And then when we're in the relationship with the spirit and the soul of ourselves, when we're in the relationship with the heart of ourselves, the heart of our home, the hearth metaphorically or physically, and then we're also in relationship with the spirits of the land, then again, we start to be in a place of a really, really beautiful co-creative design towards manifesting the experiences that we desire, which sometimes do come with lovely things. And I love lovely, lovely things. They are not the be all and end all. So also, if you're somebody that is coming in from a spiritual practice that you feel you, for example, have not been able to have the financial freedom to invest in, say, things like sage palo santo or large quantities of incense or even good candles, because let's be honest, Candles can be incredibly toxic as well. And they are, you know, they are to be watched and to buy a, you know, to buy, to purchase, to invest in a candle that isn't also licking the insides of your lungs with poison 
that takes a wee bit of investment too. So just noticing also, again, where you're investing in anything and who made it and which hands touched it and whose hearts are being played into, you know, when you purchase that that thing. It's all part of our eco-assistance. It's all part of our relationship with our Mother Earth. It's all part of a reparenting of us, in fact, in a very, very unexpected way. Because when we're paying attention to ourselves and what we need and we're tending to the spirit of us, the heart of us, the heart of the home, the heart of the planet, then we really are paying attention. It is in that paying attention that we come into a place of integrity and of a collective consciousness that we are able to say, well, just hang on a minute, actually. Here I was thinking that I was burning some sage because, you know, I'm spiritual and I have to cleanse my home and I have to cleanse the spaces that I that I work in. But I had no idea that this was the energetic equivalent of throwing bleach over the eyes of my guides. That's not what I want to do. I wonder what else I could do instead. Well, let me put a hand on my heart and check in and ask what I need. Let me put a hand on my heart and maybe a hand on the wall in the room that I'm working in or the environment that I'm in or the home that I live in, the hotel, the Airbnb, the cabin in the woods, the tent, you know. What does it need? What do you need? What do you want? Do you want me to burn this? Do you want me to light this? Who am I lighting this for? Am I lighting this because this is what I think it is to be spiritual? Am I lighting this because I I'm, I think this is what helps? Why am I doing what am I doing right now? Why am, why am I thinking that I'm participating in this, what I think is a ritual? Is this the right ritual? Is this the thing that wants to be happening right now? Is this what wants to be experienced? Do I want to light this piece of sacred tree? Who is this for? And if I am lighting them, what's my intention? What's my prayer? What's my devotion? When I strike a match to light a beeswax candle, I mean, is there any greater richness? Mm. Beeswax candles are just heavenly. We must think about our bee family and indeed our at-risk bee family at, at that with Big Farmer and a lot of, in inverted commas, you know, modern progress that is costing us our family that help us stay on the planet. You know, we will not lament if another high street handbag is not made in the same way that we will lament truly if the last bee drops. These are very, these are, these are serious things to consider. The sustainability of the bees, the sustainability of our waters, the waters in us, the waters around us. You know, as we're coming out of this most recent COP, as we as we air this episode, you know, as we're coming out of the of COP that is happening in Dubai for the first time, you know, the oceans are finally a part of the conversation at that level. It's absolutely wonderful. Congratulations to every single person that has made that happen. And as I've always said as well, and I'll continue to say, when we can bring down our own temperature, the temperature of, of our species, which in part we can bring down our temperature because we are such a crew of hotheads, but when we bring down our temperature and we come into a place of being able to identify what our needs are, then we're able to identify how we ask for those needs to be met, even if it's along the lines of, I don't know how to say this, I'm worried about offending you, but this is really weird. I feel really weird about this. I don't feel comfy about this. I'm not sure what's happening over there. 
Or thank goodness I don't have to top up my sage supplies as much as I thought. I've been burning through it like a like a wee happy fire beastie, you know, that I can actually just tend to these things here and now in this place. That's how we change things. That's how we evolve things. That's how things shift. So when you are entering into your spaces and places where you are conducting ceremony, and by the way, life is ceremony. Yes, yes, she is. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Our life is ceremony. We perform ritual all the time, but we just might not recognise it. But if you are used to burning through resource spiritually, this is your invitation to pause. This is your invitation to pause and come back to the old ways before any of us on the planet even knew what things like Palo Santos and Sage were and where we cleared with song and we still do. And that is how another way that should you wish to add more energy into the corners of your home, go around the rooms and sing to them or go around the corners of the rooms and clap your hands or take the hoover into every nook and cranny and enjoy clearing. It's the reason that we love spring cleaning because everything feels more alive. You're like tickling your house. You're giving it a wee tickle and a wee cuddle and a wee reminder that you care, that you absolutely care, that you're consciously alive and in relationship with the thing and with that that is around you. Very, very beautiful and really, really powerful as well. Take it tenderly, take it gently, re-listen as always, see what tickles your fancy come back and let me know. Thanks as ever for listening on this, the latest episode of Whiskey Made Woman. Thanks also for leaving five-star reviews and written reviews across an apple on the old podcast magic, if you can. That's always, always greatly appreciated. Thank you also for sharing with folk who you know will enjoy this. And thank you for being in relationship with everything that wants to come through. There's loads of goodies that are in the show notes for you. So check those out and enjoy them. And I will catch you up on the next episode of Whiskey Made Woman.